Hello. Okay, this is our first podcast. My name is Shazad. I'm here with Sam. Say hello, Sam. Hi, my name is Sam. Sam is 23. He works for Santander. So if any of you want to rob a bank, he's the main man to ask. <laughs> We're sitting in uh, my parents' back room. Uh, we're both smoking a vape. I've got a passion for flavor. Sam has got what flavor? Frozen ice front bar. Which one? Frozen ice front bar, which is disgusting, by the way. Um, it's I had it and I originally didn't want it, so I gave it to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> So we're here. We want to start a podcast. Uh, we've been trying to do it for quite a while. So this is our first attempt. So please be generous. <laughs> so be generous with your uh, feedback. I'll just pass you on to Sam because I've got nothing else to say, basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Yeah, so moving on. Go back to the vape thing. We did quit for the best part of... Did quit for the best part of five days. But then... Um, Big old shirts here had a bit of a relapse earlier. So now we are back on it for the short term, <laughs> at least. <laughs> but yeah, so I think the topics we're going to try and cover this podcast in general is going to be around our short term, long term goals, traveling, a bit of football chat. Um, yeah, thanks for watching us. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Um, if you want to obviously listen to it, then carry on listening to it. If not, then just go away. <laughs> so. The worst comes to worst. We have got some very good um, vape shout outs. Not vape shout outs? Yeah, yeah. Vape recommendations we can give you. Yeah, yeah. So that's the least you can take from this podcast. At You know, it's a bare minimum. So you so give you your favorite flavor. Yeah, but that's at the end. So you may as well stay tuned <laughs> until at least 44 minutes in. <laughs> so, so say 42 minutes and then we'll give you our favorite vapes. <laughs> but you have to wait till the end. So just be gentle. So um, we've been trying over the last sort of uh, couple of months to progress our lives and we've been kind of going to the gym. Uh, we started in the boxing gym, uh, me and Sam started together. So Sam, do you want to take a bit through how we started, um, what gives the motivation to start and just we'll take it from there. So yeah, it all basically started from us getting ridiculed by a couple of the boys coming into the shop, saying something along the lines of Monday question mark, Monday question mark. And then we probably put it off for at least three years. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe four. <laughs> maybe four years. But then I think Chez started probably around March, April time. And it kind of gave us a bit of a kick up the ass to give it a go. Um, we've probably been doing it for about ooh, five months in total. But we did take off about two months because of COVID. So we are kind of oh, getting back into it. Um, basically, I had COVID. Um, my brother gave it to me. Uh, I give it to my mother, I give it to Sam, Sam give it to his mother, Sam gave it to his brother. So we decided that, uh, well, I had, I was generally ill. Sam decided he wanted to take a sabbatical from training. <laughs> so he had uh, two months off. So basically on and off, I'd say consistently for the last two months, we've been going to a boxing gym in our local area. Uh, it's been pretty good. The guys there have been really good. And one of the guys there uh, who kind of takes us through, does circuits with us, kind of shown us a weight circuit. Uh, we've improved our diet over the last couple of months. Uh, probably, actually, not a couple of months. I'll, I'll rephrase that. Last couple, last two weeks, and we've seen a lot of changes over the last two weeks, just basically because of our eating. Yeah, and one of the main reasons we started, and one of the reasons we've kept going, is is um, one of the trainers there. You might not know, but you might know him. Is uh, Mr. Shane Bai. Uh He says he's seven times Mr. Wales. I think we kind of debugged the myth earlier. <laughs> He tells everyone he's seven times Mr. Wills, regardless whether you want to know or don't want to know. And he's really good and he takes us through a circuits and he gives us kind of a weight circuit and that's what we've been doing really. 
Yeah, and if you um, <clears throat> if you Google Shane by bodybuilding, uh, there should be a picture of a <laughs> a gentleman yeah. with a, a long hair and glasses <laughs> with uh, quite a few chins, and that is Mr. Shane by himself. Um, we had <clears throat> that's obviously enough about us. We'll try and move on to some short topics to kind of get us into it. What's your start off on, Judge? Um, I think that basically the first thing is we're trying to uh, improve our lives or trying to move forward with our goals. I know a lot of people have been trying to do that. And there is obviously lockdown. A lot of people have been looking at themselves and being introspective about how to look at our lives. And we've kind of been quite honest with ourselves over the last couple of months. Um, I went through a bit, bit of a tough time and, and, and Sam, a bit of the same. And we've been just trying to improve. So we've been setting ourselves short-term goals, holding each other to accountability, basically, on what we are and what we aren't going to do. So primarily, if we when we go into the gym and then we start to work on our eating, so step one is going to the gym, step two is our eating, and then, and then um, Sam can tell you a little bit more about how we've been eating better over the last two weeks. Yeah, so we've kind of started all commando mode in terms of the first week or so has just been kind of chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, sweet potato, just to get into the gist of eating well. We have kind of adapted now in terms of we're having stuff like, I say kebabs, it's more chicken skewers, would you say? Chicken skewers, chicken skewers but like salad and... Uh, broccoli, basically broccoli into everything just because it makes us feel like we are doing something even if we're not. Um, I think the plan going forward is to kind of have about five or six meals per week that we can kind of live with and that aren't quite militant. We are still kind of working on what is well, sustainable. 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 Yeah. So... The basic sustainability is what I found is when I've tried to lose weight in the past is um, I've done intermittent fasting. That's something that's quite important uh, for me personally. I think I found it really, really, really big help. Um, basically, intermittent fasting, if none of you do know, is this, that you eat um, between certain hours in the day. So you have 24 hours in a day and you'll eat between eight hour, an eight-hour period. So let's just say you have your first meal at 12 p.m., your last meal exists at 8 p.m. So you have the eight-hour window where you can eat, and anything before that or after that, you don't eat. Uh, the only thing you can do is drink liquids, and that's primarily is water. And what that does is, it, it, first of all, it gives you a bit of uh, structure in your day. Uh, you don't have breakfast. You kind of just get going in the day, and then you have your lunch. So what we try and do is our first meal, we kind of have chicken, broccoli, and some sort of sweet potato of a carbohydrate of some sort. Sometimes we've had rice as well and that's what we're just trying to do and that's i think that's kind of kick-started us that's where i am personally but i'll let uh, uh sam where, where are you at with your kind of uh intermittent fasting and how you've been dealing with it so my intermittent fasting isn't as strict as shazad's um i do a similar in terms of first meal around 12 1 last meal at 6 7 but i do tend to add like, a coffee in the morning with milk just gonna keep me going up until just keep me going up until about 2 p.m. for the first meal. Um, but no, I do find it helps a lot because... Whew. Yes, as I was saying, it keeps me going until about 2 p.m. And then I tend to... I used to, used to go for a bike ride or a walk on my lunch and stuff. And then come back about 3, 4, have a protein shake with a banana. Again, just to kind of have some sort of energy. And then the plan or the plan what's the word? The plan or the routine at the moment is to go to gym around half four, five o'clock. And then that's up until about six, half six, get home, last meal about seven at the latest. And then that 
is normally me done but my dad owns a chippy in <laughs> cardiff at the moment so he tends to come home around half 11 midnight always with some wings fish chips Pizza. pizzas kebabs that's my i guess my off the records third meal but i don't think she has the same problem as me at the moment except for obviously just to give you a background he he owns a uh, a grocery shop which if you don't know has a lot of sweets chocolates crisps drinks around which you can pack at all day quite easily but let him kind of talk you through that yeah but i think that um our eating like a lot of people has always been our downfall isn't it really we're we're we, yeah, we we're just we're just constantly picking eating where i'm quite different i'll eat throughout the day i'll constantly eat so i'll if i have a meal i'll have a snack i'll have a pack of crisps and sa but sam likes a big meal Big meal. <laughs> so basically, we used to go to a restaurant, and he basically we used to have a meal in the restaurant, a full-on chicken kebab, chips, rice, salad, hummus, halloumi, and before that, he would have an FCC. Now an FCC. <laughs> now if you don't, an FCC is a fried rice, curry, and chips. So basically, he had fried rice, curry, and chips, and then he would have his meal. So he is a big eater, and it's in, so what we've been trying to do is just trying to sort our meals out. The, other, the, the difficulty is that we have different times. So Sam works like till five o'clock and I sometimes work till eight. So what we try and do is to work around each other that we'll go to the gym in the evening. So last night we went to the gym uh, eight o'clock, eight o'clock and we did a, a session. So we did boxing gym. So we had a, um, a puncher bag. We did kind of five, six, five rounds, four, four, four and a half rounds. <laughs> So we did four and a half rounds just punching a bag and then we did like a, uh, three uh, sets of 20 on three different bicep exercises and three sets of 20 on tricep exercises. And that's quite a, what, what I would consider quite, quite a decent day. Yeah, 100%. I think we've been quite fortunate to be able to get the keys for the gym because with the gym it's only open till well, half four till six but because our work maybe. schedule, <laughs> maybe, if, if they turn up. But with our schedules, like I said, it's quite difficult to both organize the same time slots so having the key we can kind of pop in sundays 8 p.m and whatever it might be but we are trying to be quite flexible around each other we're trying to understand that he's got work i've got work so we try and work our way around each other so we're both trying to motivate motivate each other and keep each other constantly motivated to try and keep going and even though we're we're making sort of allowances for uh, work times etc yeah i think we've learned along the line along the way as well that if one of us has a day off we both have a day off which is why we kind of try to make sure that our time schedules line up in terms of going together if one person's a bit meh then the other person will kind of push to go we've done this thing at the start of the year from probably january up until covid which was april i think it was a walk every single day hour and a half um around phew, around where we live which is an easy walk by the way it's okay. up the mountain down the mountain been up the mountain and flat and home um but yeah because of the weather and stuff we've kind of just found that a gym was more beneficial to us because it's a lot more intense than just a casual walk. We went out one day and it basically pissed down for an hour and a half and we got absolutely drenched. I think yeah. we were more depressed walking home that night. <laughs> it was literally, you couldn't tell we were crying because there, were <laughs> because there was rain everywhere. And it's just, as you said, it was quite beneficial. That we were quite fortunate that we got given the keys to the gym and so we are able to go to the gym, do our kind of thing in our own, in our own time. The equipment's not necessarily the best, is it? No, they've probably got about six weights that are very, very rusted, but it does the job. Kind of. They've got a couple of cable machines, a couple of bench presses here, there and everywhere. And it's enough for us to kind of, we're not trying to be bodybuilders and so on. It's enough for us to kind of 
get a sweat on, and then walk out, come back in, get a sweat on, and just keep the rhythm and keep at it and keep consistent. So, the, one of the guys in our gym, he's fifty-seven. Cecil, whatever he's got, eighteen years on me, give or take, whatever. He's he's, he's considerably older than my. Well, I'm thirty-nine. Sam's twenty-three, and. He he always says it's consistency is the key, and he smokes ten a day, twelve a day. I think he was saying, mm-hmm. and he drinks eight cans on the weekend, and it, and he he kind of says consistency is the key. So over the last couple of months, we've been really consistent. We've gotten really really a lot stronger. Uh, Sam's a lot stronger than he actually thinks he is. He's done quite a, he done quite a few tricep dips. The first day we did tricep dips, he did like one and a half, and then miraculously a week later he did three sets of eight. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if he's just trying to play the game with me or trying to mess me around, but we'll, we'll let him explain. <laughs> uh, it's all in the mind game. It's all in the mind game. That's what it is. Bring him up to my level. I think one of our goals at the moment, uh, or going forward, is to one, a pull-up, a wide-arm pull-up, and two, which would be outstanding if and when it happens, is a muscle-up. Yeah. I think we are nowhere near whatsoever at the moment. We're trying to focus on the negatives, um, which I'll probably explain. How do you explain it, Shaz? negative is basically you just hold yourself into the top position and then lower yourself down whether it be a chin up or a pull up and then um that kind of counts as sort of the the negatives as in the coming down rather than pulling yourself up uh well i can't the one of the progressions is for a a wide arm pull up is uh basically a hang and i think we just trying to do we did three sets the other day you did three sets of 10 or 12 seconds quite comfortably no. i yeah you did no, I think at a push it was seven, and that was my hands on fire. Yeah. But you're not too bad at the um, the the hangs. I think I did. Um, I think I did uh, three sets, maybe four seconds. But it, it sounds so easy, but it's incredibly difficult. The one thing that we have done that we've noticed that uh, with regards to our punching, because it is a boxing gym. I don't know if we mentioned that in the beginning. It is an actual boxing gym. We've been working on our wrist work. I know this sounds incredibly stupid, how important wrist work and forearm. Sam looks like Popeye when he's walking around. <laughs> no, we'll, have to, we'll have to put a video up somewhere for you to have a look at. But it's basically uh, a stick that's taped or tied to a weight at the bottom. Probably about a foot long? Yeah, about a foot long, a foot long wide, and the weight's probably about, how would you say, about seven and a half kg? I think how it works is you uh, overarm, pull the weight up, let it go and then underarm pull the weight up but you will be surprised how beneficial it's been for us for the last two three months oh, 100%. to give you a more clear explanation it's about uh, if you get a broom handle and kind of take a foot off the broom handle and in the middle of the broom handle you put a piece of kind of uh wire that you would hang a clothing line wire i would say and it's probably about four and a half foot long the wire give or take and then you put a weight at the bottom and then what you do is you get uh, a weight, uh, you get a, a, a platform which is roughly your chest level. You rest your hands on this, so you've got a sort of platform, and it overhangs. And you try and pull the weight up by going overhand and twisting it up. And that, although it sounds incredibly, incredibly, incredibly easy, I think me and Sam originally we struggled so much with the fact that it was uh, we're doing it. I think we did one set, so one set would be. Uh, one way and the other way again we'll have to show you a video but it's incredibly incredibly difficult but our punches uh, aren't that great <laughs> so <laughs> so we're no Muhammad Ali's or Mike Tyson's but they've gone considerably stronger because you don't have that impact on your wrist and and just just by basically doing those basic exercises we try and do it well, how many would you say two or three times a week we try minimum yeah so we try and do it about two or three times a week probably Monday, Wednesday, Fridays 
but we we would like to when we try and do it almost every single session. I think we kind of appreciate and understand how weak our wrists are just in general. I mean, the next step is probably to learn how to wrap our hands because we've said this a couple of times. No one's ever kind of taught us. No. We've just seen people do it and we've done it wrong enough times yeah. to know this hurts, don't do it again. Yeah. We should probably just watch a YouTube video and it would be very simple to do so. Yeah. But we're going to learn the, the difficult way. Yeah. The difficult way is basically hurting yourself as many times as you possibly can and then saying, listen, ow, that hurts and trying to do it. But what we try to do is rather than focusing on the negatives and, and saying okay xyz we haven't done this we haven't done that we kind of go into the gym even today we both had a bad day uh not necessarily uh, sam but myself personally doing silly things we shouldn't necessarily do but we've eaten we had one good meal we had two reasonably good meals uh and then tomorrow uh we're going to go for a walk sunday we're going to go for a walk so we're trying every single day to try and do something physical, whether that be going for a walk, uh, going to the gym, doing cardio, doing circuits, doing a weight circuit, doing a weight session. And that kind of all will accumulate over a period of kind of six to eight months. Uh, I've I've lost a stone in probably two and a half months since starting going to the gym. I know Sam has shaved up and he's trying to embarrass me, but we won't go into that too much now. But no, but I think we we'll show you. But yeah, I think that's something we will show you eventually. I think our transformation end of the year is going to be either mind-blowing for good reasons or <laughs> mind-blowing for bad reasons, but it'll, it'll be mind-blowing nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I think actually that's he lost a stone since starting it, but I think it's mainly been eating. I think we've lost a stone without eating for the last week or 10 days or so. We've kind of stopped having our takeaways, kebabs, FCCs, tries, you know, your, your standard meals, meals and stuff. And... One thing I will say is this, that Sam, uh, do you remember, we, we, we basically, one of the things that we have discussed over the last sort of week to 10 days has been decision making and how decision making has been positive or negative. Yeah, we always said it comes down to good and bad decisions and we've learned that they all accumulate. Like today wasn't the best of days. I think it started off with a bad decision first thing in the morning and accumulated till the rest of it. We kind of agreed that bad decisions we can make now and then but just don't kind of go off the rails don't let them accumulate basically so um we we had i think we had an epiphany didn't we probably about two weeks ago sam called me and said he was in with his mother in cardiff uh, which is about 20 miles away from where we live because we do, we live in a kind of a, oh what well, he kind of lives in a village and i work in a village um and he uh called me one day and decided that he was gonna have a doner kebab at half past 11 we're talking about good and bad decisions, and that's pretty <laughs> that much that poor. But that that was the beginning of a of the end for us. So I think it was yeah. it's called uh, the German Donner Kebab. If you don't know what it is, it's outstanding, but not at 11 a.m. So that was the first decision of the day, and then I think it went on to a oh, Chinese wow. around. One sec. <laughs> that was the first decision of the day that he called me, and we both agreed that we can have a German doner kebab. So we had a German doner kebab, large. I had feta cheese. We had chili bites. We had uh, chips. And this was 11 a.m. Oh, on the drive from uh, Cardiff to the back to the house. I couldn't wait for Shuz to kind of come back to work. So I nailed, I would probably say, the, at least six to eight spring rolls, which, if I was to say, are they good or bad for me, it wouldn't be good. There's no other way about it. Basically, when he was in the car and I got to the car park, he was eating the spring roll. <laughs> I was picking him out of my beard at that point. <laughs> That's how bad our decision-making process is. So I think when we finally got from being bloated after sort of two to three hours, was it? 
No, I think it was three days. I think I didn't stop shitting for three days after that. <laughs> yeah. I think between us, we accumulated the fact that we had 10 shits in about the 24 hour period. And I thought, you know what? I think it's time. Yeah, I think it's time. No more GDKs, 11 a.m. piercing in the morning. Like the minimum time scale now has to be at least 6, 7 p.m. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> Even then, like maybe, but honestly, it ruined our guts for at least three days, four days minimum. But yeah, I think she was about 24 hours. 10 shits, maybe more than I'm told him about. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was an incredibly difficult period. I felt I was pregnant for about <laughs> two, three days. But we were literally bloated and we thought, you know what, let's start by me. And, and it accumulated. And in the, in, the, in the evening, did you have the FCC with me? No, we, we had the chicken balls, chow mein. Oh, and then, then we had went to the Chinese next door and we had chow mein, half chow mein, half chips, three chicken balls and curry sauce. And that kind of ruined us. And then we went to the gym. And then I think every time we go to the gym and we have a bad meal. We know the end there. It's the walk up to the gym. We know we should not have had a bad day today. But it's the worst when we're leaving the gym sweating, going, okay, we've been to about 500 calories. We've, we've consumed about 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we try and work out our calories. I'm, a, I'm slightly better than Sam. He thought of Greg's past. If any of you know what Greg's is, Greg's is like a kind of a local pastry shop. And Sam thought the pastries were 200 calories. Yeah, little did I know that they have 700 calories. Was it no? It was like, like six. Oh, yeah, 600 calories. Yeah. So only triple what I thought, but you can live with on the day kind of thing. But we've learned, well, I've learned more than anything else how calories work, basically. I think I'm quite naive when it comes to that. Like I've had pizza, some Domino's being like, it's naive, that's a nice way of putting it. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've kind of learned over the years that like my understanding of Domino's pizza about three years ago was a full pizza, chicken kickers, wedges and cookies is not going to be more than 800 <laughs> calories. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. 800 calories are probably the kind of Coke that he had. <laughs> then you're having a full pizza. We're definitely learning. My Fitness Pal app is a really good app. We're not getting paid for this, so definitely go out and download it <laughs> if you want to sponsor my fitness pal just email me at shazrash1 at hotmail.co.uk <laughs> you you work out your calories what you could you will unbelievable like uh i came home uh yesterday or day before so i was trying to sort my meals so i had uh, some leftover bolognese which is not the worst thing in the world um and instead of having pasta with it i kind of made a better choice and i had uh, sweet potato but i also thought oh do you know what feta cheese would be really good on top of this and I looked at the packaging, I think 100 grams was 1,000 calories. Yeah, I'm as shocked as everyone else is. So I think he kind of thought, let's not have the 100 gram, let's have, was it dribble at the end? It was oh, like, well, like sprinkles. In the end, I think I had maybe 12, 30 calories, 25, cal uh, 25 grams. Oh, cal <laughs> I wish it was 30 calories. And it's just, and it does add up. And I didn't finish it in the end, but I, I, I don't even know why I did it. I think it's just... Um, muscle memory just to want to have extra things on top and stuff i think sam's quite bad with stuff like that no, no. <laughs> he has literally everything but i think that he eat because he eats quite slow so but i'd nail my german doner kebab and i was probably done within five minutes and 15 minutes later he was literally just starting his i think that's what what, what allows him to eat constantly throughout the day yeah they do tend to sit there and admire him about, about to eat for well 20 minutes before I finish it <laughs> that's really why I could eat the FCC and the Troys and the kebabs all in one day because I used to take hours and hours to eat one meal which 
seemed good at the time, oh, yeah. but four stone of weight later, not so much. Everything's a good idea at the time. It's just that when you kind of reflect on your choices that you made, but as long as we're we're kind of uh, trying to make better choices. In making better choices, what we have done, we have, we, we've done a process of accountability. So what we're not doing is we're not kind of negatively killing each other. So if Sam has a bad day or a bad moment, he had an exam at the beginning of the week and he had a bit of a weekend that we won't talk about because in case his mum is listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, mum, the weekend was perfectly fine. I, I prayed a whole lot. That mosque was really late. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened in that mosque, but that mosque in the town centre, the bar. I mean, the the, <laughs> the the imam was really really helpful. And it's just it's just rather than putting yourself through a ring and saying, "Listen, you're an idiot. You made bad choices." Yeah, and I agree with Shaz. It's the accountability of. I think we keep on top of each other in terms of, if you don't want to go for a walk, let's go for a walk. As you know, that kind of stuff. But if you are having like a day of going out, it is what it is, kind of thing. You can have a blowout once every week, once every two weeks, whatever it might be. And you need it sometimes as well. But I think it's just being able to kind of, like as Dexter's asked, I had an exam on Wednesday. So I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll fuck up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for the sake of it. But it, like, it is what it is. Had the exam, passed it. And on Thursday, Friday, we've smashed it pretty much. Yeah. Today was reasonably okay. We had a couple of drinks on the way back from work, which you can live with kind of thing. We had a decent meal oh, yeah. in Troy's. I think the best thing I've probably learned from Chisado over the years is this guy does not drink anything but water and I didn't drink anything except for water <laughs> I think if I I did a 14 day challenge which is basically 2 litres of water every single day for 14 days and I've never gone back and I think that that's incredibly important I, th I think that if, if I hadn't done that I'd be morbidly obese I think I would be morbidly obese I think it's important but what we had was in a period during the COVID lockdown was when we were walking every day, Sam was literally weighing his food and you were doing all sorts of, and you were, you were losing weight hand over fist. You were losing a kg a week, you reckon? KG but what we did, we didn't sustain it. We kind of heads went. I don't what actually happened? COVID. Yeah, but we still could have went for a walk during COVID. No, so with COVID, obviously, oh, Shazad was in the oh, yeah. bin as in he was on his seti for six weeks at least. And I just thought, this is my break as well. I shouldn't have done that at all. I want to go back to something quickly. Yeah, before he says that, I want to talk about breaks. Two years ago, Sam was going on away. And what did you... So instead of... When you have a break, everyone's like, oh, I'll have a week away, have a weekend away. Sam decided to take two months? I think it was two months. <laughs> yeah, basically, this was... I think it was 2017, December. And I think I was moving away to Leicester. So I thought I'd well do is I'll have... I'll have three months off chilling. <laughs> and then what that three months turned into was 18 months of Wait. three takeaways a day. Um, four, three takeaways a day, quite a bit of alcohol and no water. And that's kind of, so I think I went from, oh, in kilograms, I think I was 79 before I went to Leicester. And I came back from Leicester last year at 105. Was it 85 to 105? 80. So I was 80 kg, 105. 25, 25 kg I put on. No, no, 25, yeah. That's just under four stone. It's four, four stone later. <laughs> four stone later, like, you know what, let's go for a walk. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get some water. Uh, it's all about the balance, that's all it is. <laughs> you have 18 months of takeaways, four walks in, you're fine. But I want to go back to something we talked about earlier about going to the pub after work. Um, what would you say your go-to drink is? Uh, my No, I, I'm not really, I think that if I'm going to do it, I try not to, 
Uh, although we'll talk about something that did happen later, maybe. But um, I'd probably say it's just a single vodka lemonade. I think I think alcohol is a big, 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 big thing. I think it's uh, for me personally, not only coming from a, kind of a Muslim background, is that alcohol is a drug, and I think that rather than you know, trying not to be too philosophical about it, it's, it is a drug. It is what it is. It has all the effects of a drug. It has the impacts of a drug on society. And I think that as long as you know what it is. It's important to keep that in mind that what we're doing, we're just giving ourselves drugs. You can talk about alcohol. It's not, a, it is a drug. It has the same impact as cocaine, etc. That's, you know, so we have to keep that in mind when you do what you do. So although we're saying, yes, we, you know, we're having a little break, but it is bearing in mind to, to, to that it is what it is. See, anyways, my favorite drink is, uh, <laughs> is vodka bimtum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, single vodka lemonade, <laughs> sometimes with Jack Daniels. I don't want an occasional Jaeger bomb, uh, but apart from that, I really drink. <laughs> yeah, we were drinking one of the pubs close to us, which is odd hated. I'm trying to think what it was now. I think it was Orange Cordial, oh, Peach day. Snaps. What else was it? J2O. J2O. And what else? Is that what it is? Basically, it was serving a pint glass. It was outstanding. And this man to my left couldn't think any, couldn't think worse of it. Oh, he was awful it basically it's just a peach i don't i don't think partic- i don't want eating a peach i don't particularly like peach see the monster new the new monster flavor the- no, i have seen it have you just tried it oh uh, no that's stay away listen any of you chumps out there who, who think anything apart from red bull please just turn over go listen to joe rogan or something because <laughs> we're very much red bull fans apart from the fact we can't sleep off it but red bull's he definitely on we i think we have a love-hate relationship with it well, he does. I'm. I can control my my um caffeine addictions because I have a coffee every single morning. You hate coffee. You love the smell of it. You hate the taste oh, of yeah. it. It's unusual, isn't it? I think so the tiramisu, the cakes, you try tiramisu, the cakes, coffee yeah, yeah. base. I don't mind that, but I do love the smell of coffee. I want to be a coffee drinker, because, but I just can't. What about a coffee cake? Yeah, tiramisu is a coffee. It's a coffee cake, cake is it? Cake, you can eat that. That's similar to coffee, isn't it? Oh, I like that. Can I eat it? I've never really, I don't know really much of a cake fan, but I will have it. It depends on how much you got to pay for it. Have you tried coffee at all? Yeah. When I went to Starbucks, when we used to hang out in Starbucks, <laughs> I know I don't like coffee, but I used to hang out in Starbucks. Uh, I used to have a caramel macchiato. That's it. That's all you need to drink. Yeah, but... That's as coffee as you need. I used to have the foam, dip my biscuit in it, and then leave the, leave the water apart. Well, we were talking of him. This was a couple of years ago, oh, no, not ten years ago. See, so he was in his thirties, not twelve years old at that time. <laughs> Tip my biscuits and my coffee. Uh, the worst part of wanting my, my biscuits. If <laughs> somebody else says I don't know what biscuits they were, was it the uh, the Biscoff ones? Was it the Biscoff ones? The small. They give you one of them yeah, in every the coffee one, shop. Yeah, they are yeah, yeah, banging, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Speaking of that, Biscoff cheesecake, which we Ooh. called. Biscalata cheesecake for the best part of two years until Shazad's brother who owned the dessert shop just lost the plot he went listen it's called Biscoff get out I think he had about four strokes lost about three hairs he's only got four left now all talking about Biscalata cheesecake but we called it Biscalata for how long? yeah we ordered it at Biscalata and it came to our table so if something was right about it he needs to fire his staff when they understand what Biscalata cheesecake is they need to fire his staff members the reason we think of it because the chocolate is called Biscalata the little tub no, no, the tub of chocolates from the shop. Oh, the me, yeah, you, yeah, and Omar yeah, used to smash. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a brand of chocolate, yeah, 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 yeah. so it's not too far from a Biscoff cheesecake. No, no. Oh, you get the job done. Yeah. But the Biscoff is the sauce as well, isn't it? I don't even know. 
Biscoff sauce, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That is really good, the Biscoff sauce. Oh. Should we go? So forget this. It's about half past 11 now. We're going to get some Biscoff cheesecakes. <laughs> but honestly, that's that's enough about all the Biscoff and cheesecake and whatever. We need to talk about something really, really, really important about what's happening right now. Lionel Messi. Oh, Lionel Messi is just about to sign for Arsenal. How do you feel, Sam? <laughs> I don't know if he's going to fit in the bench, man. Who did you play? Did you play Saka? You've got to play Saka ahead of Messi. We got rid of Ozil. So we got a bit of space for him. The unfortunate thing for Lionel Messi is he's going to spend his next season if he signs for Arsenal on the bench behind Bukayo Saka. Jack Grealish lost his head. He was going to sign for Arsenal and he knew he was going to be on the bench. So he went to Man City, gave him the number 10 shirt. Lionel Messi, can he sit on the bench? Will he sit on the bench? He's got a choice now. If you want to play family football, City can't have him. So you can't afford him. Arsenal can afford him. 40, 40, 40 million, one pounds. <laughs> Guardiola said today that he will not sign Lionel Messi because they've signed Jack Grealish and given Grealish another 10 shirt. And I agreed that if they were going to sign Messi, they would have kept the 10 shirt open for him. See, I personally think that Messi will stay Barcelona only based on the statement that was released earlier or yesterday. It said something along the lines of, we want to keep him, he wants to stay, but the La Liga won't let him stay. What might happen is they'll get rid of big players and keep Messi. Because he, he is La Liga. Who else have they got? He is La Liga. Honestly, before this, even last year, I thought Lionel Messi would stay. And honestly, there's a part of me that wants him to stay. Yeah. I mean, he does want to sit on the bench at Arsenal. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to want to stay. But it's iconic. Lionel Messi in a number 10 Barcelona shirt is iconic. It is it is modern-day football. Yeah. It's, it's for the it's last... Not the same vibe to his uh, as a red Fly Emirates Arsenal shirt <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> Xhaka feeding balls to Messi It is literally the dream team Forget De Bruyne and Messi Xhaka Messi Thomas Partey cleaning up behind him Ben White pinging balls into him <laughs> It's just a I can't Listen let's just stop this and It's over It's done Let's just hand them the Premier League It's been 14 years 14 years 14 wait. years No longer than actually The no, Invincible 7 No 7 was No well, Arsenal won the Invincibles. I'm going to fact check this. <laughs> fact check, fact check, fact check. Arsenal Invincibles. That's when they went unbeaten. And basically... Go on. Invincibles. It was 3-4. 2003 17 years since Arsenal last won the Premier League. <laughs> I don't even want to say. They do one now, I think. Well, if Liverpool can win the league after 33 years, Arsenal are bankers, aren't they? Okay, they signed Saka as well now. Saka, uh, Smith Rowe. They didn't sign Saka, they produced Saka. They signed Saka, Smith Rowe. Produced Saka. <laughs> no, just... Produced Saka. For God's sake. I think if Messi goes to PSG and they don't win the Champions League, where do they go next? Well, they've got arguably the greatest player of all time they've got Neymar who is kind of their golden boy Lionel um, Kylian Mbappe who is the the kind of golden boy. the golden boy mm. the next uh, Ballon d'Or winner behind uh, Ronaldo and Messi I don't think they can go anywhere they've got Verratti who's an outstanding player Ramos Ram- well they've just bought four times they bought Ramos <laughs> they bought Ramos uh, going back to your point of the the belt Arguably the best player ever. Who would you say is the best player ever? Right. Now I'm gonna sit in the fence with this one. Oh, the the, ul- the ultimate question. I don't actually know the answer to this question. I think 
I flitted between both throughout the last 10, 15 years because I don't, I, the, the chapter of both of them I haven't finished. And I don't think it's, it's over just because Messi's won the, the Copper America. Uh, a friend of mine made a point. The Copper America is a very, very, very poor tournament, but he has played in four finals. He has played in the World Cup final. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know the answer to this question. Actually, do you know what? I want to say Messi. I think so. I want to say Messi, but I just What's think Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you think? But you think? I think there will be another Cristiano Ronaldo for going forward. I can't see there being another uh, Lionel Messi. I said the same thing about Diego Maradona. There will always be. There will in my lifetime. There will be a player that will be better, or that will be regarded as to be better than um, Messi and Ronaldo in my lifetime. Think hundred percent. Maradona was the eighty six World Cup. Was he eighty two or eighty six? 82, 86, and that's what, 30, what, that's 40, oh my God, that's 40, 40 years ago. So in my lifetime, there will be another person who will be regarded on that level. I don't think, I don't think it's kind of clear cut that they will be the greatest. I think they definitely will be. So out of the current plays then, I think I would probably say at the moment, it seems to be a race between, no, no, I think the the next up and coming Messi, Ronaldo's, Probably been Haaland. Saka. Bukaya Saka. <laughs> this young man is outstanding. He's got a left peg to dream of. He's got the technique, the stature. He's just got everything. He's just a rich man's messy, basically. He's not got a penalty shoot on him at all. One penalty in the Euro <laughs> final is gone now. Boys, <laughs> see you later. And listen, Cristiano Ronaldo, probably the greatest player, one of the greatest players of all time. Did he miss a Champions League penalty? Thank you. Anyway, this guy's what's awesome, so we can move on quite easily from that. But I've probably at the moment up and come in. Haaland and Mbappe. I know Mbappe had a bit of a shocker in the World Cup, but he's 20 years old, 21? 20, 20 years old. 20, like but he's won, he's won the World Cup. I think he needs to leave Paris. Probably not at the moment. With Messi, Ramos, he can probably stay there and win. Do you think he'll leave? No. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this in writing and in stone. You cannot be regarded as the greatest footballer in the world and play in France. What champions, two Champions League trophies or whatever it might be going forward? If they do tend to step up, they haven't won the Champions League. No French team has won the Champions League. I think Monaco were in the final. Yeah, against Dortmund. No, I think when um, last time I remember Monaco were in the final against uh, Porto. What? When Jose Mourinho was the manager of Porto. That, but you're on about the team they had when they had Bernardo Silva, Falcao, Kylian Mbappe, Falcao. Falcao. Yeah, yeah, Mbappe, Mbappe. I don't think they got to the final. I don't think, but you cannot, you cannot be. If you win La Liga, I can, you know, I'll take it. If you're in Premier League, I'll take it. I cannot put money on the fact that a player who plays in the French league against Lille and Nice, and you could like in the Premier League, you're playing against Man City, Man United, uh, Tottenham. Arsenal, Everton, um, Liverpool. Right. You take Leicester City. You take what che- teams that are in. See him sneak Arsenal into the top six there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him forget that. It's over Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. <laughs> Let's go back to Saka. This young man. Oh, <laughs> Listen honestly. If Jack Grealish, answer this question. If Jack Grealish, who cannot get in the England side behind Bukayo Saka at the age of twenty-five, is worth hundred million, how much is Saka worth? Right, if a Man City flop can go to United for 75 million quid, Grealish is worth... Who's the Man City flop? Sancho. Oh, my God. If he can go to Man United for 75 million pounds, Grealish would double that at least. Right. 
if Sancho is worth 73 million and Grealish is worth 100 million and neither of them can get in the England side ahead of Bukayo Saka how much is Saka worth? 120? 130? Quid? 130 million pounds not euros not dollars come on give it 10 years how old is it now? 19 19 and he's got 2 years on uh, Sancho Uh, he has to leave Arsenal to make a name for himself and he, he can disagree all he wants, Shazad. If he's an Arsenal playing, <laughs> playing for seventh place all season, he's got no chance of 100 million pounds. He'll go to City for 20, max. Is Sancho playing for the league? He will be. Jaden Sancho is playing for the Premier League whilst playing for Man United after Manchester City just signed Jack Grealish for 100 million. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but he's finishing top four. He's finishing top two. Top oh. three. Right, predictions next year. I'll go with mine first. What, top, what, what predictions are we talking about? We'll go top four. So Arsenal are probably, well, the bottom <laughs> top four. Bottom four. So I'll probably say City, I think I've got the league all day, every day. I think Liverpool, with the full fit team, I think we'll finish second, but nowhere near. Third and fourth, I think Chelsea will scrape it. Third with Tuchel, which is our signing manager. Fourth is up for grabs. Uh, who's in between? I'd just like to interrupt two seconds, Sam. Two seconds ago, you said Jaden Sancho was challenging for the league, and I haven't heard you mention Man United. Hmm? Discuss. No, no, I said Arsenal finishing no, no, seventh, no, no, eighth. Jaden Sancho. I said, well, Jaden. Right, let me move on from that. <laughs> no, fourth. <laughs> so who's in contention? So we say Leicester, Spurs are going to contend for Leicester fourth. Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, top four, easy. Is that what I said? That's what I think. What, you said. Oh, okay, my bad. I forgot Man United. Yeah, Man United probably third. And I think Chelsea fourth. I do believe so. Right. I if, don't. If Lukaku comes to Chelsea, it's a different ball game. But that's, I think that's a big if. I think it's almost guaranteed. Uh, Man City first. I think Chelsea is second by a comfortable distance. I think Liverpool are tight third behind Chelsea. I think Man United are distant fourth. And I don't think Jaden Sancho is getting anywhere near any Premier League title by going to the wrong club in Manchester. I just don't think it's any different from that. I think them signing Jack Grealish doesn't make a big difference. One thing I will say is that Bernardo Silva is up for grabs. And any club in Britain should try and get Bernardo Silva. And Liverpool are top of that list. Do you think? I had a Salah Mane. Salah. Salah Mane. I think, I think he can play behind Salah, Mane and Firmino. I think, he's that, I think he can play anywhere in the top sort of five positions. Number 10 position. I know it's not number 10 traditionally anymore. Kind of the box-to-box mid. I think he does it all. I think he's an outstanding footballer. And I would... Any club would want him apart from Man City. I think Pep adores Silva as well. I think it'd be difficult for him to let him leave. But I can't see him starting no. Silva either. No. But I think how, how weird do they go from that? I think if, you, if you're looking at basically Man City play with two tens, so they play three up top, which is going to be probably Sterling, uh, maybe if they get Kane or Jesus. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Kane, we spoke about this earlier kind of off, off the podcast. I think he will leave based on the fact, I think he's kind of, tarnished his spirit repetition too much to stay so what do you think I think you said the opposite no he came up with a statement today saying I would never disrespect the man, uh, the uh, the Spurs fans blah 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 I've been there for 10 years every year wang 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 whatever he usually says I think he's, I think he stays I don't think I, I think he has the old school English mentality in the fact that he doesn't have the I don't think he has the guts to leave I think he's gone too far with his transfer requests and not training. Obviously, he said that he didn't choose not to train. I think he wouldn't upset his boyhood club well, to an extent and not follow through. Even if he comes back now, there's going to be a massive facade about, facade about 
he wanted to leave and he didn't. No, I think I think well, when you got a player who's that good, who stayed at Spurs for for ten years, he probably he was in his prime. He's been probably the most outstanding number nine in the Premier League for five years. Yeah, and he's been consistently good as well. He's he's broken goal scoring records. He's been a top scorer for a number of years. Even though Spurs haven't competed for the league, he's been up there goal scoring wise. But I think he probably realizes now to an extent he has to move on from Spurs to win trophies. He doesn't want to go down as a Premier League footballer when he retires as the goal scorer. Full stop. He wants to be Premier League winner, Champions League winner, or trophy winner. Anything. Spurs are just they won the Audi Cup, and that's it. <laughs> I think ultimately what it comes down with what's interesting with uh, with Kane is that if you look at what Kane says, he always talks about Ronaldo Messi's level. He's talked about it quite a few times, isn't he? Yeah, he has. He said it in the in the Euros. If you look at Ronaldo and Messi, well, I know we're going back to them, but look at the t- to be a great player, you have to have a great platform. Look at the platform that they've had. Take away uh, Lisbon. Did he play for? Start off with uh, Ronaldo Porto. Uh, Sporting Lisbon, yeah. Lisbon. So take away Lisbon. He went to Manchester United, Real Madrid, Juventus three of the biggest clubs in Europe. You have Lionel Messi who plays for Barcelona. Not one of them, not those two players would ever play for Spurs, ever. Because they know that they're just not good enough to elevate them to that different level. And that's the reason that Ronaldo and Messi are at that level because they would never drop to Kane's level and play for Spurs. I know they're on my boyhood clubs. I generally think if Messi started off with Sevilla or, or a club on that level, fifth or sixth, I think Messi would have left. Yeah, I think that's something Kane has to leave. I think Kane has to, and he probably wants to without upsetting too many people. Yeah, but has to, he's 27 years old, 28 years old. He's not like Messi and Ronaldo. Do you think Messi... Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you think Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, if they had been Everton players, for example, went through the Everton system, would have stayed to Everton until the age of 28? No, never. Why? Because well, there's only so far they can take them. Why is Harry Kane signing a six-year contract a year ago, two years ago, whatever it is? With, with, with I understand that he got if he gets injured, etc. But if he wants to go to another level, you have to move to another level club, and that's why I think Harry Kane doesn't have the mentality to go to that different level. I think he has, I think he's just too soft. I don't know about that. I think he's he's had the big stage. He's had the European football. He's had the World Cups. He really wants the big stage. He had one Champions League final. Messi has won four Champions League. Ronaldo's won four Champions League. They've no, played. No. I'm trying to say he's had a taste of like almost winning something, and he probably wants to now take a step in and win something. When did Leicester win the league? 2014. 2014. Spurs. 2015. Sorry. 2015. Let's call it 2016. Spurs came second. He had that taste. No, they came second. Did they come second? Oh, but then uh, there was quite that famous Twitter feed when them with the the lion chasing down. Do you remember it? I remember um, there was this. Um, oh, who was it? There was a Spurs player, so Arsenal player. It was a defender saying something on lines of uh, singing a chant of "It's happened again, it's happened again." Tottenham Hotspur, it's happened again. I think it was Jack, was it? No, it was Mertesacker. Oh, right. It was Mertesacker, and he did not chant, didn't he? What do you think of Tottenham after uh, they won the FA Cup? No, no, the video is uh, Mertesacker. Oh. He's going. Um, is it Mertesacker? Is a is centre back just singing a song of like. Space finish stayed in a two-hole race, basically. But there was there's quite a famous Twitter feed. Did you, I don't know if you remember it. Harry Kane put up a picture of a lion chasing oh, down. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I remember seeing it now because then it was leading up to the uh, the last couple of games. Yeah, it? yeah, that's when Spurs came second. So Harry Kane's had 
Yeah, okay, they, they finished third. But Harry Kane has had a taste of coming runner-up or close to winning something. And that was 2016. It's 2021. Harry Kane has been a big enough player. He could have went to any club in the world at any moment. Yet he chose to sign a six-year contract post-2015. Why? I try to understand as well. I think it's a big step for him. Obviously, he came to the Arsenal Academy, didn't he? But I think he's been a Spurs fan. Spurs he's, a Spurs. Spurs. he's a Spurs through and through kind of yeah. thing. It's a massive step for him to leave Spurs and it go wrong. The last thing he wants is go from Spurs to United and then Spurs finish ahead of United. I think that's a big, big worry. If Spurs finish ahead of United, I will give you 10 grand. There you go. It's on record now, so. <laughs> it, this This season, not any other season. <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> terms and conditions. But we're going to we're gonna wrap this up now and we're going to do what we promised to say that we're going to do. My favourite flavour is a brand called Geek Bar passion fruit I've put it out there yeah you're right it's passion fruit that is a very close second of mine I think the top for me has to be the Frank Bar's uh, cool pineapple Ooh. if you pop in your local corner shop you will see them plastered everywhere honestly try both of these and you'll be like us addicted so we've just sat here done a podcast smoked all our vape Cool Pineapple is a very close second. Very close second. Pa- passion Fruit, I would never have thought Passion Fruit first. No, I think if you've seen the, if you Google Geek Bar Passion Fruit, you would look at it once and go, nah, Bonsi, give it a not go. It's not very manly. It's not very... Basically, it just looks like an orange tampon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm looking at right now. But it's probably, it is one of the best, if not... Do you know what? It's a second for me. Pineapple one is, is the one. We can't really, I think it's something we'll agree on during this one, but it's a very close first and second. So if you are at your local corner shop, come to mine and <laughs> buy the reasonably priced geek bars and frank bars. But thank you very much for listening. Um, give us any feedback or some money, whichever one you want to do, preferably money. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, I'm Shazad and this is Sam. And yes, give us some feedback, some money, and some vape flavors to try. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs>